0: Hello and welcome to Hookzilla. This is episode 7. Tonight we're going to talk about The Running Man. So we talked about possibly me watching movies that are awesome that I've never seen. And that was one of the first ones on the list. And so I watched it. Um, But before we get into that, I'll just... What's been going on, because today was my first day back at work, which was super fun. Um, I had to go back to work with a new boss, which was weird. And he wasn't there, because he's doing his other job still. Um, but yeah, things kind of went crazy for six weeks. I didn't go to work, and then it was like getting dropped into the frying pan today. But I missed it. So, what's new with you? same thing
1: No, nothing nothing has changed for me not even since COVID started no
0: everything like you just work um I'm kind of disappointed that my first week back at work is one of my favorite times of the year for destiny because festival all starts this week yeah so I guess in between Closing for three days and having an off day Wednesday, I should be able to play some. I don't know. Um, like all summer, I haven't really cared. And then the moment I care, I have to go back to work.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, anything else other than what we're here for?
1: Not for me. I mean, like I said, I've got nothing going on, really.
0: All right. Um... So we made a list, and there's probably triple-digit movies like that I'm supposed to watch mm-hmm. that I haven't. Um, and most of them are movies that I've heard of and wanted to watch, just never got around to it. And I really don't know how I miss The Running Man. Like.
1: Yeah, I don't... I, you're, you're younger than I am, so... But not, like, by a lot, but still, you know, for my age group, like, anything that Arnold was in was, like, auto-watch. It didn't matter what it was. Like, he was just, like, the upper echelon of, like, action movie guy. And everything that came out, you either, you know, got to watch or you snuck and watched.
0: Yeah, most of it, I snuck and watched. Um, and if we're thinking about movies that he did from that time frame, like, I think this might be one of the only ones I hadn't seen. Mm -hmm. Because, like, most people, my dad absolutely loves those kinds of movies Mm -hmm. that he would be in, so I watched them with him. Um, I also wasn't aware, like, I, I knew it was a book, um... But I didn't even know that this movie existed or that Arnold was in it. So I think the first time this came about as a thing was on the KingCast. one of the first episodes was someone discussing this movie. Mm-hmm. And I listened to it anyway, even though I had never seen the movie. So it didn't really spoil anything um, more than it just kind of piqued my interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, then after I listened to that, we watched it. hmm And, of course, there are, you know, funny one-liners throughout the movie because it's Arnold. And it's, you know, action-heavy because it's Arnold. But it's pretty messed up. You know, it's... Something that is a theme in a lot of different movies, different stories, books, movies, whatever. Um, but
1: but before you get into like the overlying themes and shit, like what did like what did you think of the movie?
0: It was, it was great. Like I love the the humor because it's kind of what I expected. Um, Richard Dawson is creepy as always. Mm. Like, you hate him, but you're supposed to.
1: I feel like, I always felt like that's what he was really like, too, on, on The Feud. He just put on a persona for the camera, but like the behind the scenes stuff.
0: Well, I mean, if you watch old episodes of Match Game, mm. that's where I feel like you really see how bad he could be. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, on The Feud, he kissed every woman. Mm hmm. He really did do that. But on Match Game, there were really adult jokes um, that, you know, I didn't get until I was an adult watching it on Game Show Network. But he was filthy. Yeah. And so I really don't think it was a stretch for him to play. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah. Like, that's probably just who he is.
1: I think so, too.
0: I mean, I don't know if he would take it that far, but it is pretty close in my opinion. Um, when, I mean, I think I expected it to be a little more serious and somber given what it was than it, I mean, I'm glad there was humor. I'm glad there were, you know, silly jokes and funny things, but I think I didn't expect that as much as it was.
1: That's fair. To me, it just plays like... I i don't remember which I saw first. Because I don't remember which one they came out And They were pretty close together from what I remember. But to me, it plays like uh, a movie-length version of one of those satirical commercials in RoboCop. Yes. But like a full-length movie based on one of those.
0: I mean, and that's a really... Good movie to bring up when thinking about what this is like, Mm -hmm. just in general. Because RoboCop, I don't think I should have been allowed to watch that when I was watching it. Mm -hmm. And I had cousins that were like two or three years older than me, and they were boys. And our parents just let us watch RoboCop at seven.
1: Yeah, you know, I I think that a part of that is, you know, it being a product of the times where, you know, if all you saw were commercials on TV for it. I mean, yes, it tells you that it's rated R, but it didn't used to tell you what for and stuff like that. And it's not, you know, I'm sure in like Hollywood and like, you know, places where movies are a bit bigger of a deal than they were here. Like nobody here knew who Paul Verhoeven was. No. Because I would know for damn sure not to let my kids watch a Paul Verhoeven movie now, but I think back in 87 or whatever it was, it wasn't as widely known. Some of this stuff, and 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 I, and I and you look at the front of the, you know the, the box at the movie store, and it just looks like this badass robot police officer. And if you've not seen the movie, you have no idea I how mean, graphic it is.
0: I remember there being like action figures for it too. Like, yeah, it's I another one of toys. those weird
1: things where it it was a very hard R adult property that like I'm saying, is marketable towards kids so it becomes a cartoon and there's Marvel yeah. Comics and there's action figures. You know, fucking Toxic Avenger is another example. Good God, children should not watch Toxic Avenger. But there but was a I cartoon. I toys. loved
0: it. And so when we watched this, I kept thinking back to how serious... The subject matter in RoboCop or movies like that actually mm. was, but it's it's.
1: <sighs> I don't know how serious RoboCop is. Well, it's if you really think about the message and not so much the storyline and what's happening, but but those commercials and the the message behind the movie and everything. I mean, it's it's almost a black comedy, like a really dark comedy, yeah. like a like a. Make Like, a, a satire of what the country... You probably thought our country was going to be in 20 years, if you know, or whatever, however many years it was in the future. Because, like, the families playing the board game where they set off the, the mini-nuke and shit. In the, right. You know, so, so it's very much a statement or a satirical statement on, I think, where the world was in the late 80s.
0: And so watching The Running Man and there being... Some of that same humor around things that might not have been funny in normal life was a little similar to me. Like, it kind of reminded me of how I feel when I watch that.
1: Right, yeah. yeah, You know, you could absolutely see in the future there being, or like the Suicide Squad even, there being some... Some way that we use prison inmates as a form of entertainment, or repurpose them, you know, or whatever, like Suicide Squad, where you're like, hey, you know, we'll take some time off your sentence if you go on these missions that you're not supposed to survive and stuff like that. Right. And uh, you know, it's putting them into game shows and let them being hunted by psychopaths essentially for sport or for our, you know, our entertainment and people gambling on it and there being a home game and shit like that. I don't think that's too, honestly, too much of a stretch still.
0: Well, I mean, we both have talked about this for years, but neither of us are really into reality TV.
1: No, I hate it. Um,
0: and this, and even though I hadn't seen this movie, this kind of thing is why. Mm. Like, what, where's the line in that? Like, we, like, there's something like Bad Girls Club, I think, where. Women are praised for fighting with each other and being horrible. And this doesn't, like, that's not far-fetched.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's...
0: What's going to make money?
1: It's how lazy TV is now. It's like, instead of hiring writers and actors and filming, we just turn cameras on a bunch of pretty morons to entertain all the not-pretty morons. That's... That's reality TV.
0: It is. And so watching it now, I mean, granted, it was what, 30 something years ago?
1: Yeah, I don't know. It was 87, something I, like something that. It
0: was very close to that. So there might have been reality shows back then. I don't know. I don't remember. But seeing how it's gotten now, like the fact that that was such a thing, it's a little prophetic. I mean, obviously, this is on a different scale. We're not.
1: Well, it's a game show too. It's not strictly reality TV.
0: Yeah. I mean, we had Fear Factor, and now there's the sure. Wipeout or whatever. Like.
1: Naked and afraid.
0: No god.
1: Is that a game show? I don't
0: know. I, I mean, you win money, Survivor, so, all of that stuff. Like, yeah. you, it's technically a game show, but also it's messed reality up. Reality show, yeah. Um. So, I mean, obviously, I don't really see people l- unleashing criminals and then having people chase and kill them. Right. <laughs> like, that's probably not really going to happen in my lifetime. No. Um, But it made for a good movie. Like, it was entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the characters, obviously, like... <laughs>
1: All right, favorite stalker?
0: Mm. What's the guy with the chainsaw? Buzzsaw. Yeah, I think that one's my favorite.
1: He was mine, too, for some reason. Yeah, I, the... I didn't like Dynamo.
0: No, he's uh, he my least favorite.
1: I liked Sub-Zero.
0: Nah. Buzzsaw is definitely the best one for me. I mean, that whole, like, his scene...
1: Oh, Where, uh, yeah. yeah, Dynamo. Like, Fireball would have been cool if he weren't. If he weren't like a senior citizen. Yeah,
0: he's was, he was pretty old. Um, but buzzsaw scene was probably of those like the what would be kill scenes of mm-hmm. you know them coming after you or whatever. His was by far my favorite. Yeah.
1: Um, I remember thinking, and and watching it again now. It was supposed to be set in the future, but it was so interesting that I don't know how big of a thing CGI was when this came out. Yeah. But the scene where they fake Jesse Ventura killing Ben Richards,
0: like mm-hmm. against
1: that spike wall. Yeah. I was like, damn, did they just invent CGI in this movie? Like, They like predicted it for as much as they predicted the future or a, well, I mean, a, a form of it.
0: Even if there wasn't, like, CGI as we know it today, I'm sure there was, like, an idea. But I don't think it existed.
1: No, so that's what I'm saying. Like, obviously in the movie, like, Arnold did act the scene out and stuff like that. But, like, that's just an idea that was like, holy shit.
0: Yeah, that was pretty big. Um, The characters were, were good to me. Um, Dynamo was the most blah mm. in the whole um, cast to me. Mm. I just didn't get it.
1: Yeah, it was weird.
0: You drive a car and you shoot lightning. It's It was weird. Um, but it reminded me of, and I know it started off as a book, so I thought about that's kind of a running thing in art like the most dangerous game Mm -hmm. being a story i read why we were allowed to read that in school so young i don't know but i loved that story Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and it it always made me think like what if that was real like what if you know the super and i know in the most dangerous game it was like social class Mm -hmm. which i guess if you're talking about criminals like that could be the same thing. But these people would pay all of this money to hunt a person. And there's enough greed in the world where that would actually happen. Mm-hmm. Like, somebody's like, you know what? If you want to kill a human, I'll make it happen. I'll go kidnap a bomb. Oh, yeah. And we'll put him out in the woods and you can do what you need to do. And then it makes me question the people that would want to do that. Like, because mm-hmm. this. People I know would want to do that, and that's terrifying. Um, but there are a lot of things when I thought of this, and, you know, I, the most dangerous game, and um, we talked about the hunt,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which isn't.
1: There are different spins on it, but yeah. it, basically, it always you, there's this this particular type of story has existed forever, I guess.
0: Well, I mean, it's the us versus them,
1: mm-hmm. and feeling like you're above people for whatever reason, or you know they're insignificant and you should be able to do what you want, like hunt them and kill them.
0: Yeah, or um, you know somehow they're not human, mm-hmm.
1: but you are. That exactly. You're, a, you're some sort of higher being or something.
0: Um, and so... Let's talk about social classes. And it made me think about Snowpiercer mm-hmm. and Parasite. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watched both of those within the last year or so. And... it it's very apparent how different social classes are in normal everyday life mm-hmm. but when you see it from those perspectives where it's so dark and so drastic yeah and in your face like i could go drive a couple of miles and you know either direction and see two totally different social classes mm-hmm. and you know we I think about what what makes that happen. Like why you know the person that inherits their family's money can go to medical school but someone who struggles may not get, you know, into college at all. Mm. Um and then you start thinking about like What if it weren't done that way? What if it was like a lottery? I mean, that's a movie. Yeah. And a book where a person is chosen at random and it's not based on social class, but it almost feels like that. Like you're born into this system where whoever you're born to, coincidentally... That's your life. And it sucks.
1: Yeah.
0: So, I kind of thought about that with Richards being kind of uh, framed is not the word I want to use. But, I mean, that's what it is. And having to like, he's a criminal, but he's not actually a criminal. Right. Um, and how easily it is for certain, certain people to be able to manipulate the lives of other people in so detrimental a way that they would be, you know, running for their lives on the running. Sure. Um, then it also makes me think about well, who we are as people, like humans, as long as they can detach themselves emotionally from something that bad happening, and it becomes entertainment.
1: Oh yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, you make it a game show, then it's okay to watch it, right? And to gamble on it, and to you know root for the bad, root for the stalker that you bet on to murder the man who's who's running for his life.
0: But you justify it because it's a criminal,
1: right? Well, they had that other commercial for a show where, like, the guy's climbing the rope to get money. And there's, like, Dobermans on the floor beneath him. They blow, like, gas in his face or flame or something to knock him off the rope. It's like, shit. It's like it reminds you of that movie Stay Tuned where John Ritter buys that satellite dish from the devil.
0: I (laughs) love that movie. I watched that not too long
1: ago. Yeah.
0: And, I mean, it really is that, like... I know that we're not at the point where Running Man's going to happen, but there are some gnarly things that humanity has found entertaining. True. As of late, that I'm just, like, shocked by. Yeah. Um, maybe we're not killing people, but people are doing some some horrible things and calling it entertainment. So... climbing a rope, being chased by Dobermans. um, Doesn't really seem that far-fetched, but no, I think, if I had watched that as a kid, which would have been when I would have watched it when it came out, a lot of it would have been lost, obviously. Yeah, um, well, it
1: almost plays like a superhero movie when you're right. a
0: kid. Like, as a kid, it would just be entertaining because of the action. Mm-hmm. And it's Arnold. But watching it, you know, at the time I was 36. Um, I saw it so much more for the more serious thing. And it's it's almost, like, sick. Like, it makes me feel ill. Because humans are horrible.
1: You don't need the running man to tell you that.
0: No. But it just, you know, it's a slap in the face. I mean, and even, you know, thinking about stuff that does exist and how people will step on the neck of someone next to them just to get ahead or to win. It's... Very well told in this, like, self-preservation for why he gets to, you know, labeled a criminal in the first place. Um, It's, it's definitely dark, though. Like, I didn't expect, even given what it's about, I didn't expect it to be as dark as it is and still be fun and silly and... You know, mm-hmm. kind of not campy, but a little. I mean, you got a guy driving around on like a dune buggy shooting lightning. Yeah. Um, which I still, I'm like, what? But all in all, like, I'm real glad I watched it, and I'll watch it again because it was very good. Um,. But it it's one of those that makes me feel some type of way. Um, and I don't know if that says something about who I am as a person or the fact that I'm just not a horrible person. but
1: well, it's supposed to. I don't know I can't compare it to you know what Stephen King wrote because I never read it, but you know, whether the filmmakers set out to make some kind of a statement with it, or they just were like, holy shit, we got Schwarzenegger, this thing is going to be huge. Uh, I think that when Stephen King wrote it, he absolutely was written for that purpose.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it's Stephen King. Um,
1: well, he's a writer. I mean, that's why you do that.
0: Yeah. Well, I mentioned, we were talking about it yesterday when we talked about what we were going to talk about tonight, and King was one of the first non-children's book writers that I loved way too young, and I read a lot as a kid and then would go to the library in my spare time, and save all of my money and wait for these book sales and I would get you know books for a dollar and so I got Rose Matter which I'm I think might have been a movie eventually
1: I think it was a tv show yeah
0: I never saw it
1: That either
0: um it's definitely not something that if it ever is on tv you should watch just based on what the book is but I was 11 and I read that and There are some graphic violent scenes that at 11, I didn't really understand. Um, And then I read the book again, you know, as I got older, I've read it many times. And I love the story. It's magical and powerful. And it's it's King. He, you know, pretty much has made my imagination continue as an adult like i he paints a great story yeah so there's all this feminine power and great things in this book but it's so bad like it is so evil that watching the running man like i can't imagine that the story he wrote was meant to have as much humor as the movie did. Yeah. Um, I mean, in, there are funny things in Stephen King novels. Like there are jokes and, you know, whatever. But I mean, I'm pretty sure it was dark, dark, dark. Mm. Um,
1: I would like to read it.
0: And we should do that and like follow up once we read the book.
1: Ah shit, it would take me two years to read it. I yeah. read slow.
0: Um I just think that it it did it made me feel like a couple of days later even. I was like thinking about other things that are similar and like humanity sucks as a whole.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And like When we start talking about like parasite and snow, like anything that's like social class or like showing the differences of groups of people. Mm. Like, I don't care if you are a criminal. Like if you're in prison, you're in prison. That doesn't mean that I should kill you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, obviously.
0: And if, you know, you're born to this family and I'm born to that family... That doesn't mean that you get to eat disgusting bricks of nasty, mm. and I'm going to get on this the front of this train and eat steak. Mm-hmm. Like the whole idea that that is—it's just nauseating to me, and it's not not real. Like that's how real life is. It's Hell just, yeah,
1: yeah. It's just presented in extremes in these movies and these stories.
0: Yes, um, and it's one of the things about. Having kids that, you know, I can kind of pride myself on the fact that my children don't think of other people as being less than them, regardless. Like, and yours don't either. Like, Right. Unfortunately, I think it was the other way around when I was growing up. Um, not that... My parents made me feel like I was better than anyone else, but that's, like, my mom kind of alluded to the fact that my friends who had money were somehow better than us. Mm. And I don't necessarily think that's the case. Like, I mean, not to say that my friends aren't good people, but it shouldn't have been a thing that was such a big deal to her. Yeah. Um, To the point where... You know, she was very self-conscious about like our house or the car she drove compared to like my friend's parents' cars. And um, I think while these movies and books and things are exaggerating that, I think that it's constant. Like you know, we could go one way and go to the projects and another way and go to, like, million-dollar houses. And if we're being honest, I feel like I'd be treated better. I would rather my car break down in a less wealthy neighborhood. I feel like I'd get help. Um, As a matter of fact, that's actually happened to me before in, in our hometown. And I was by myself and someone stopped and helped me had that happened on the other side of town probably wouldn't have gotten help. Yeah. Um, so I, th- I think that this class elite idea, like in 2020 you, th- you think it should be non-existent or at least less of a thing. But it still exists, and it's everywhere. Um, And watching this just kind of brought that to the forefront of my mind, that there are people who absolutely think that they are somehow superior, not because of who they are or what they do as character, but because they have something that someone else doesn't have. And that's just kind of gross to me. Um, you know, we like Parasite being one of the big ones I watched it with my uh, now 15 year old but he was 14 when we watched it and I had already seen the movie once and then I watched it again with him and he's a young man so he's you know, going through this thing of not wanting to show emotions as much but my 14-year-old looked at me with tears in his eyes, and he was like, Mama, why would they do that? Why would people be like that? And that made me question whether or not I should have even let him watch it, first of all. But then I realized, like, it, it made him think. And he's, he's so big-hearted when it comes to people that may not have as much as he does um so then i realized it's it's not a horrible thing that he saw it it's just it's sad that he realizes that that is a reality mm-hmm. um but i mean it's it's super depressing, it's super dark, and I'm going to knock my cup over. Um, But you know, we we talked about the hunt being one of those two, and obviously that's a different class thing. Um, But it's the same, they're all the same concept, and, and you're right, it's a story that's been done a million times, Mm -hmm. and it can be done really well. And I mean, The Running Man somehow made it gruesome and horrible and hilarious for me. Not unlike RoboCop, which is all of those things as well. The 80s were weird, man. Yep. Um, I'd like to say that before we do this, Next time I will have watched another movie on the list. I've got to find the list. I don't know where it's at. But there is a huge list of movies and I probably need to get started on them. But if you guys have one that uh, you want me to watch that I haven't, I absolutely will. Just shoot me a message. Um, I kind of like talking about Movies I haven't seen and how they make me feel, because it's kind of a big thing for me to go back. Because I watch a lot of movies, but, I mean, obviously I've missed millions. Maybe not (laughs) millions, but I I feel like millions. Like, the last decade has been Marvel movies, and that's about it. Like, I legit, I think, going to the theater for the last 10 years, it was just for Marvel movies, and, like, I saw it. Mm. Um, I don't know what that is, but, I mean, offhand, does it make you, like, have anything on, like, feel any type of way?
1: Not not really. It, um, I definitely watch it differently now than I did when I was eight years old or whatever, but. I've known humanity was shitty for most of my life, so it just, it doesn't make me feel any particular type of way. It's like, yep, that's right, that would be a thing. So, it sucks, but you're, you know.
0: But since you did watch it as a kid, does, like, did eight-year-old you watching it <clears throat> think that, that at that time it wouldn't have been a thing? Like, it was far-fetched? Or did you realize then, like, people are shitty?
1: Yeah, like like I said, I mean, it almost plays like a superhero movie. You know, you're you're not looking for themes and things like that. Um, So that's just kind of the way it it read for me. Then it was, you know, it's it's the new Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, and he's the big action guy, and he's gonna punch the shit out of everything until the movie's over. Oh
0: yeah, I mean that's kind of
1: basically what it is.
0: Yeah. Um. I mean, I, I feel like had I watched it then, I watching it for the first time now probably changes my initial reaction as had I watched it before and then watched it again. Yeah. Because I think watching it as a kid, you would focus on the cool stuff and the action and and like the gory scene, like. Specifically, like, Buzzsaw being my favorite.
1: Yeah.
0: But watching it for the first time as an adult, it being what it's about, I feel like some of the stuff that's funny or exciting or entertaining is a little overshadowed by what it is for me.
1: That's interesting.
0: But, uh... I mean I'm glad this was the first one that we decided to do this with cuz it is both sides of that for me. It's 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 got kind of funny, but it's dark AF. Um I kind of like the idea of doing another movie from you know some years ago that I might have missed out on. Um because I want to see things and how they hold up, especially if it's something that I haven't seen watching it for the first time now. So I think hopefully before two weeks from now I can sit down and watch something from the list that, you know, is a little thought provoking, maybe not as dark. Um but I definitely want to watch something older. So we'll have to come up with what that is. Um Other than that, I'm just, uh, I'm excited to be back at work, except for the destiny thing. I'm sad, but...
1: Well, there's 24 hours in a day, and you only work eight of them, so...
0: Yeah. Maybe you'll find time. Um, I'm still doing the candle thing. I actually delivered a candle today. But I am kind of doing custom orders at this point. Like people are like, hey, can you make me an XYZ scented candle? And I'm like, sure, and I just come up with it. So at this point, if you're interested in something, um, especially something you can't like go buy at a store because apparently that's a thing. Hmm. Like this time of year, you can only get certain scented candles. Yeah. So, I've got people messaging me about, like, apple-scented candles or spring-scented candles, like grass. So, if you want a candle, you can hit me up for that, too. And I'll find time for that, maybe. Um, otherwise, I don't really have anything else. Well, I mean, I'm going to try to play Destiny and go to work. So, make... No, I'll totally make candles. That's fine. Um, I don't really have anything else. It's been a very long day, but I'm really glad we got to do this, Mm -hmm. as always. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll be back in a couple of weeks with hopefully another movie from my childhood that I didn't watch. And we can talk about it then. But I guess until then, we will say goodnight.